The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and I will be taking your calls today for questions or readings. That's 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816 816- Two five one, three five five five, and just a couple of um, calendar notes here. I've got some things happening in my world. Um, so let's see, uh, May seventh. Yes, that's the next thing that's happening. Oh no, actually tonight this is the next thing that's happening. I'm teaching an on- online class tonight at six thirty p.m. Eastern with my colleague Lori Sheridan. Um, mediumship made simple. Are you interested? in mediumship? Are you curious about mediumship? Um, Are you already kind of dabbling with learning about mediumship, but you would like to um, understand how to to grow um, and and blend more deeply with the spirit world? Um, It's open for all levels, so everybody's welcome for that. So you can come to my website if you're interested. It's only $20 for two hours with the two of us, and we're going to pack a lot of information in there. Mediumship Made Simple tonight at 6.30 Eastern online. Um, You go to my website, laurawister.com. And another thing as well, um, I'm offering a fundraiser along with uh, my colleagues, Lori Sheridan and spirit artist, Rita Berkowitz. We are doing an online mediumship demonstration on May 7th, and that's to benefit the the First Spiritualist Church of Quincy. And again, that's only, I believe, $20, and that's uh, for a... um, for this mediumship demonstration. Um, so if you've never actually seen anybody, um, if you if maybe in an area doesn't have this type of the offerings, um, what's happening now because of COVID, we're doing everything online. So you can actually see these things happen if, if you don't have access to these things in your, air, in your area. So we'll be delivering messages from spirit and also reader um, who is the spirit artist will be drawing people from the spirit world. So it's fascinating to watch her work. And again, you can also go to my website, laurawister.com and that's May 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, and a couple of, a couple of, one thing I wanted to share with you, a little bit of good news in my world. Um, and I hadn't really talked to anybody about this too much, except for the people closest to me. Um, nobody knew I was doing this for the past over two years. Um, but yesterday I became an ordained minister. Um, and what does that mean exactly? Um, well, it's actually in the, through the Journey Within Spiritualist Church in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. And 
um, now I'm a spiritualist minister. And did you, again, I always say, I always say, I never would have thought I'd be this, you know, be a minister in my life, but that's what I did. And it, you know, it's one of those things where there's only been a few times in my life where I took a huge step and it felt like breathing to me. And, and so even though it, it was, it was a big step and a huge commitment, it, 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 I barely had to even think about it when the time came to, to um, apply and to put my application in for this program. Um, it, that's when I know for me intuitively when I don't have, to, it bypasses my thought process and my heart and soul says do this, um, that I know that I'm meant to do something like that and deal with the consequences later. But no, it's fine. No, it's, I, I'm just joking with that. But it, it was a lot of hard work and a lot of commitment. And, and it's something that I'm still not done with, actually. Um, there's a lot of growing that still needs to happen. It was just, it's a starting off point. I, I'm seeing it as that. So it's still a lot of work for me to do, I, I believe. And, um, but yeah, so now I'm a minister. And what does that mean for me? I'm still exploring what that means for me. Um, but it was a huge step, and um, and hopefully it's somewhere somewhere along the way I can help people with this um, with with this new title. Um, so and I'm I'm just so proud of the people that I became ordained with. There were seven other people in the program, um, and they're just some of the most compassionate and lovely people. And uh, I'm just really really honored. So anyhow, I'm gonna move on from that. So the topic for today topic for today is soul guidance, the questions that will change your life. And what does that mean exactly? Um, well, over the past um, the past year or so, you know, I was thinking back, you know, I had some more time to think, you know, obviously, like a lot of us, and, uh, and kind of taking stock of where I am, especially with, you know, I was coming to the end of this, um, this uh, ministerial program that I was in, and like, what, what's my next step? And so the, oftentimes, when we're taking big steps in our life, we look back, right? So I was looking and I was thinking back to how different my life is today from how it was maybe 17 years ago when I really, you know, this, this spiritual path started to open up for me. And, um, and I said, what have I been doing differently? Because people ask all often ask me, how did you get from point A to point Z where you are today? And and there's, there's a lot that happened in between, obviously. Um, I could write a book about that. But what 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 are the the basics of what changed gradually over time and i and as i was sitting meditating on it i said it's the questions you ask yourself every day and um that that thought came up you know it's come up over time over the past few years but it, i really solidified that in my mind that 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 was the difference you know and when when you ask yourself different questions you live your life differently and um and you go from, if you're asking the right questions, I believe that you don't operate as if life's happening to you, that you you become the creator of your own life. And you and I'm not saying control. I don't think control is the right word because I don't believe we can control, control anything. But we can create our life in a different way. We can we can experience our life in a different way. We can look at our life. In a different in a different way, and you you make different choices that in that process. So, so what 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 did I what what questions did I start asking myself? I I just found that I 
and I will get into more specifically, like I have a whole list of questions <laughs> that, I, that, I, that I never used to ask myself before. Um, but, you know, before the 17, I, I'm looking at this as a 17 year growth span for me. But before that, I kind of just went through life letting letting the world tell me what I needed to do and what to think, perhaps, and maybe discounting what I felt and intuitively for myself, um, what I thought for myself and just think I never thought that I maybe maybe I didn't believe I was worthwhile. You know, it wasn't worthwhile for me to pay attention to what I was feeling and thinking and what I thought was right for me. I just, and it wasn't being controlled. I'm not saying that, but it just, it was, it was just a different way of approaching life. Um, so, you know, over the last 17 years, I've learned to just ask myself, you know, what does my soul want me to know? And it's something that I learned. Um, it's something that I've, I've been doing for, for many years now. Um, I never, never really, it's not something I, I make a big deal of it. I just, every day I, and a lot of times throughout my day for in many different situations is, okay, what is my soul trying to tell me right now? And it really is a whole different way of living. Um, it's, it's a way that, um, you know, I had to, it, it's, it's something that you just can't switch overnight. I mean, maybe it happens for some people that way, but for me, it didn't, um, it, it was a practice that I would put into, and, and I just intuitively started doing that. What does my soul need me to need me to do today? And you can you can interchange that word, you know, soul, God, source, you know, the great all, the one spirit, whatever it is that you feel comfortable. Say, what what do I need to know about this situation? What is my soul trying to tell me in this? And it's not to say that every single moment of your life needs to needs to go through. Um, this process, but it um, you 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 just is the more you practice it, the more you recognize okay, this this needs to be brought brought to my soul and say what is how does how does this feel to me, right? So, but there's questions also that um, that I've learned to ask myself, and so that I can approach life very differently, and so. I'm probably going to make this a series because there's so many questions <laughs> that I that I integrate into my life. Um, I've, I've I've integrated into my life that I might even make, just make a series about this, but I'm just going to address a couple of them today. And I know some of you may know my story, how I got into this 17 years ago. I think you I think it's even 17 years ago now. Um, maybe you don't. If if you want to hear the full story, you can go back to the first episode of the the Intuitive Life back in September. But I'll just give you a brief synopsis of what happened. So um, many years ago, I was um, a mother of two young children, and I was dealing with anxiety and depression. Okay, anxiety has always been haunting me my whole life and in many shape, shapes and forms here. So it was and being a, a mother of young children and having, um, I believe, undiagnosed postpartum too, which kind of just blended into the anxiety and depression. It just went on for a while and I just never really dealt with it. Um, and we can talk about what can bring on depression. And I think part of it is not being true to who you are. That's a whole other show. But anyways, the so I was dealing with that and I needed to find a way to deal with this. And and I didn't want to go the route of medication and and I'm not putting down medication at all, but I, I wanted to find alternatives in addition to that. So I started meditating and I did um, the same meditation for six months without fail every single day because the only thing I knew how to do at that point. And, I, and I, it was a way to get me to get... Um, 
to I, I actually started I found it eased my anxiety and I started to feel over several weeks I started to feel my depression lift a bit so I kept with it and so at some point though six months in I started to hear people I couldn't see all right so what that means exactly like did you actually hear voices Laura oh my goodness um, I used to hear conversations when I was a child right now some people might say you know hearing voices is not a good thing um, but I know I know just my heart and soul that this was not something negative I know it wasn't um, but I could hear things but that disappeared as I as I became um, a teenager I stopped hearing um, as I was having what I was having was a clear audience experience a psychic clear audience experience and um, but as I grew you know started to grow up I lost that ability and I kind of delegated that to you know childhood um, experiences that you're like oh that was just something I kind of experienced when I was a kid and, and, you know, and you think you don't think much of it right I'm sure everybody's always had something like that you know I mean, you might have seen things you know energy in your room or you got you feel you've got visited by um, by possibly past grandparents and you know when you were trying to go to sleep at night or something um, but a lot of times we might just discard that and just say oh that was just childhood fantasy perhaps you know it was just a, a very overactive imagination and that's kind of where I was at but anyways moving forward here um, I started to suddenly it seemed like almost like a switch came on and I believe it was because I had been meditating for several months that I started to, to sense and hear someone I couldn't see but I knew they were in spirit and I didn't know what was happening okay so what I found empowered me okay at that point now I was I was in a moment of you know this was probably several days of trying to figure out what I'm you know panic and anxiety about what's happening you know so I started asking myself questions what will if I say something what will people think of me that's one question right Another question, what if I am not healthy in my mind? That's another question. Um, what if I'm really hearing something from the spirit world and I, I, I didn't know, I really didn't know. But what I found was most helpful for me, it wasn't, what are people gonna think of me? That was the least helpful question I had that, that time, at that very time that I was waking up spiritually. And that continues to be the questions that don't help me is what will people think of me so i want to put that out to you i'm going to give you questions that will help be helpful and the questions that won't be helpful and one is if i do this what will people think of me or if i say something about this what will people think of me stop doing that i don't think and as for the, I think we can probably 99% of the time if you have to ask yourself that question it's like I would discard it right out right off the bat because ultimately you can't control what other people think and if you run your life by how other people think on what they think of you you'll never get anywhere and you'll never really feel you're living who you really truly are supposed to be because at that time if I had said I can't say anything because what will they think of me um I don't know and if I could I don't know where I'd be honestly if I continue to let that rule my life at that point because the only way that I moved through that was to start asking healthier questions and one of those questions was 
what's going on here? <laughs> Am I healthy? Am I okay? That I can work with, right? So that's what I ended up doing was to find out, am I okay? And I started doing research and went to therapy and everything just to double check. And um, that was the helpful question. Like, what's my next step? What do I need to do here? And oftentimes it's more information. That's the helpful question. So at that point, it's like, I need to find out what's going on. Where do, where do I go next? Not what will people think of me? So that choice alone in that moment to find out what was going on started a whole series of uh, coincidences, I guess, synchronicities. Um, it, 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 it's, that's a point I realized, and I look back, I didn't realize what was happening at that point. But when I was asking that question, what's my next step? What do I need to do to learn about what's happening here? It's like the universe stepped up and said, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Now, if I ask the question, what will people think of me? That gives the universe nothing to work with other than fear. Absolutely. That's the only thing. But the universe at that point started showing me synchronistically so much to let me know that everything was going to be okay. So here's a question I'm going to pose to you. What are you afraid of? Is if any time you had to make a choice or you feel like you want to say something and you just feel like, do I want to say that? Do I want to do this? Should I be doing that? Rather than asking those questions, including what will people think of me if I do this, go back to what am I afraid of? And you might think like, you know, that doesn't sound too good. I mean, wouldn't it be better to ask, what are you passionate about? <laughs> that would be the thing to follow, right? What am I passionate about? But no, I, I um, that's there's a there's a time and place for those types of questions. Um, but when you get to what am I afraid of, you start to really dig deep a little bit here, and then it you can peel away the layers from that question. And it, and and there may not be a simple answer for that question. You might have to peel away at, at those things. Um, so what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being honest with the people around you? Are you afraid of telling someone how much you love them? Why are you afraid of that? Why does the feeling of fear come up? Are you afraid of rejection? Are you afraid of them not saying the same thing back to you? Are you afraid of going back to school? What are you afraid of taking that big step? Are you, is it the fear of failure? Are you a perfectionist and you're just afraid of not getting straight A's? Are you afraid of, are you afraid of what people are going to think? And you already know how I feel about that. So get used to asking yourself that question when you kind of feel like you're hitting a brick wall with something or you feel like you're stuck in life um, and you have to make a choice. What am I afraid of right now? Maybe you have a, you have a difficult, difficult conversation you have to have with somebody. Um, for example, I was talking with a, a client of mine a few weeks ago, and and she she uh, was having this um, she had a dream that came up, and I helped her interpret the dream, and it came down to um, her she was having a fear of delving into some deep emotional stuff with a close family member, and 
what was she and like what do you wouldn't it be best to get past that like my thought was like let's get past that if this is something that really needs to be brought to the surface and moved through get through it right was there was something that she was really afraid of and there was something that she needed to go in herself and say what am what am i afraid of having this conversation for what what is it that i'm afraid is going to happen when all that you know in my mind all that could could happen is that it would actually be good you know because there would be things said that need to be said at least from her part um that's something she needs to work through but um perhaps she's afraid the other person won't understand her perhaps she's afraid of you know, once she starts t- saying what she really needs to say, that maybe she can't stop. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good point. Um, but to really live an honest, really true, soul-based life, um, facing fears and moving through it and saying the things that need to be said in spite of what you might be afraid of hearing back. Um, I think it, at this point in my life, if you asked me 17 years ago, I'd be like, nope, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to go there. I wouldn't want to go there. But now in this, where I'm in my life right now, um, there's a whole lot less to be afraid of than I did 17 years ago. And I would rather go to the more honest place <laughs> and ask the questions, you know. So what are you afraid of? So if you're up against something, what are you afraid of? Is it security? Is it rejection? You know, the other questions too that I started asking myself, and I and I said this yesterday during my um my minister ordination, and I started to I found myself starting to wake up every morning and asking, what how can I be better today? How can I be better today? And what that does is it it opens up a space for growth and recognizing that you're not a perfect person, that we grow every day, we make different choices every day, and the choice you made yesterday can be different from the one you made today. And as oftentimes, you know, people beat themselves up over missteps or, you know, saying things they thought was right at the right, you know, at that moment, they thought it was the right thing to say. But then they thought back, like, you know what, that's probably wasn't the best thing to say. Maybe my fear was speaking. But recognizing, you know, we don't come with manuals when we're born. We really don't. And so we're constantly learning and growing every single day. And it's okay to look back and say, you know, yesterday, maybe I didn't handle that so well. Maybe I wasn't the best person I possibly could be, but I did the best I could then. But today, how can I do it better? So that's another question I would ask myself. You know, I would ask yourself that every day, or try to. How can I do today better? And forgive the person yesterday that you were. And the third question is that at the end of every day, what could I have done better today? So, and also, you know, be kind with the with with those answers that come back. And, you know, again, 17 years ago, there's things maybe I would have done instead. I would have beat myself up over it over and over again. You know, we all make mistakes and there's things we wish we didn't do or didn't say or said rather than hold it in or, you know, tell people you love them. 
but let that go and know that every single day is a new day and you every day you have an opportunity to be a better version of who you were and forgive who you were the day before so many people hold on to those old you know the old ways and even if it's just you have every right to grow even in 24 hours <laughs> so those are the three questions I would keep in your back pocket every day. Okay, why am I feeling this way? What am, what am I afraid of? And start to like peel back the layers of that onion to figure out what that is. Also, how can you be better today? First thing in the morning and then when you go to bed at night, what, what would I have done differently today? What could I have done better? All good. And give yourself that space to grow. So I will be taking your calls. I know I've got a few callers on the line. If questions or if you would like um, a reading, I have it's 816-251-3555. You can get in the queue and we can um, have a conversation. And so um, I am gonna I'm, I'm going to address more of, of these questions as time, sco time goes on because I have a whole list of them. Um, but um, I will do that over the next few months. We'll address that. And also, something else I wanted to mention as well. If you ever want to get in a conversation about things like this, I have a group that I have get together once a month. It's called the Spiritual Cafe. It's a virtual discussion group. And if you'd like more information on that, um, you just go to my website. And it's uh, typically the third Wednesday of every month online. And uh, it's a group of like-minded people who come together and we talk about um, everything spiritual, metaphysical, anywhere else, you know, anything that you can't talk with, maybe your, your people closest to you, but you need some like-minded people to chat with. Um, it's a great group, a very open-minded, compassionate group. Um, and it's called my Spiritual Cafe Discussion Group, which I used to have in person in my office until COVID came. And then we brought it online, but it's so wonderful to see people from, from all across the country to get together and talk and we get we get to meet people that we didn't get you know wouldn't otherwise have a chance to meet and have some really deep um thoughtful conversations with and maybe look at look at life in a different way uh, a different perspective um the last the last uh, meeting we had we talked about forgiveness and what that means and it's amazing the different um, definitions of forgiveness and what does that look for people look like for people um, and it all depends on your situation and what you have to forgive. <laughs> so um, it's a, it, I think we'll have more conversations on that because it was really fascinating. So if you'd like to be a part of that, you can go to my my website, laurawister.com. It's under events or classes. And, um, and I hope you join us for that. But we're going to the break. I'll see you. I'll be back in just a couple of moments. And Joan, Mary, and everybody else who's on the line, I'll be chatting with you soon. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to the Intuitive Jeff and I would have a conversation. There we go. Um, welcome back to the Intuitive Life. And my name is Laura Worcester, if you're just joining us late. Um, and a quick, I just wanted to mention really quickly, because I know I was mentioning a little bit about my story, right? And how I was hearing voices and everything. And I just want to be very clear about that. Um, these weren't voices that were telling me to do things, and they weren't telling me, like, negative things. These were just, um, it's uh, the best way I can describe, I'm going to tell you exactly what I was feeling when I was, uh, and I may have shared this before on the air, I don't know. Um, but um, when I was a child, I used to hear um, it was like conversations happening in the room, but nobody was there, but they weren't directed at me. It was just like I was hearing. It was like almost like walking into a cocktail party and hearing conversations happening. Um, but it wasn't anything negative. It wasn't the, being directed at me. Um, it wasn't anybody trying to have a conversation with me. At least I don't think so. It, it, it was um, from, what I, from what I understand, what I was experiencing as a child was um hmm, what's the best word it's i think sometimes spaces buildings um can um absorb energy and and they call it um some some people call it the stone tape theory there's some um, where um, buildings and, and things can can absorb energy and play it back in some way um some people might say boy is that haunting what is that um maybe not necessarily, but it, it could just mean that I was picking up on what used to happen in the building that I grew up in. And the building, the house I grew up in used to be a meeting hall um, for the, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, the Masons. So it was a, meet, a Masons meeting hall. So there was a lot that used to happen there. A lot of people used to come through that space. And I think that's what I was picking up on because there was one particular room that I would hear that that um, conversation happening. And it was a lot of people talking. So I think I was picking up on the past. Um, there's um, a thing called place memory um, that my um, my teacher and friend John Holland um, taught me about uh, that you can pick up on these things doesn't mean a place is haunted you just pick up on on the memory of the, the energetic memory of the space however if you're hearing voices and things don't sound so good or that sound sound too um, positive I would get that checked out for sure so I just want to give that disclaimer oh speaking of John Holland I do have to mention before I go to my callers next week um, I will not be here on the air, but there will be a guest host, and his name is John Holland, and he's a, you may or may not be aware of him, but he's, he's an internationally known psychic medium, and he'll be setting in for me and hosting the show uh, with my regular once a month guest host, and hence the Tarot Master. So the two of them be, we will be together next week. So hopefully you'll tune in and, and listen to them. It'll be an awesome show. So let me go to my callers here. Um, Mary from Canada, how are you? I'm good, Laura. How are you? Hi, thanks for calling in. Thank okay. you. Yes, um, I was just wondering if I could have a reading, actually. Sure. Is there any particular areas of your life that you'd like some insight on? You know, there's many, so maybe just a <laughs> brief, whatever you can kind of give me, I'll take. <laughs> okay. It might be it might be helpful to zoom in on a couple of them. So is there one, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Um, okay. So more on a career path as well as uh, um, relationship slash marriage. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see what we can get into real quick. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Jeff, I'm getting some feedback for some reason. 
I'm not sure. Let me see if uh, Jeff can. I think that's gone now. Thanks, Jeff. Um, okay, so let me just see where you are, career. Um, just looking at your. It's funny when I talk to people on the phone, I can actually look into their aura and kind of see, you know, see what's going on there. Wow. Okay, but you're you're presently working though, correct? I am correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing that around you, but boy, you're just. Um, and and yeah, I can say like, yeah, you're at, you're asking a question about this, but so of course this would be happening. But what I'm seeing around you is is um, either either you you're uh, you're feeling like you can't grow anymore at this place, or or your your hands are tied um, in your job. Does this make sense? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just seeing a lot of frustration in your energy when you when you're talking about it. When you when you mentioned it, it just came up really strongly. So, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, well, she's asking about it. So why? You know, of course she is. You know, she's having issues with it. <laughs> but I'm seeing for you especially, it's it's more so than the usual gripe someone might have with, with their job. Okay. And so I'm seeing that's pretty strong. Um, so let me see. But you, you can't move on from this just yet, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I'm seeing um, like the – and I'm, I'm also seeing too like the um, – what you used to love about your job is getting far outweighed by the frustration around it. Um, so any, any, so I, I usually am like, oh, well, look at the things that you can appreciate about your job. Um, well, we're well beyond that with you. <laughs> it's not right. going to happen. Um, so I, I got to say, I, I, cannot, I can't say definitively what's going to happen here, but I, at this point, it, and at this, because you do, I do feel like it's something to do with a person who either manages you or someone who you have to, you have to um, answer to um, who is it, whoever's in charge, right? Um, so that's what I'm seeing here. And I'm seeing a wall with that. So what that means to me that there's not a lot of movement with the situation, okay? So, um, and I kind of feel like you're trying to work around this wall, but it's just not, you're not able to move around it. So um, does this make sense so far? Yeah, I, I mean, I work for um a school board, so you can't really, your job is your job, and your pay is your pay, right? Okay. It's not like you can right. do anything extra to make, earn more pay or move up if you don't have those qualifications. There so, you go. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay, so it's just this wall that just can't quite get around. Okay. Correct. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I thought you, it's interesting, so I thought you might have been in education, but I wasn't sure. Um, are, are, you, are you an administrative, though? I am, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just I was seeing that around you as well. Um, you have you have such strong administrative skills. Your skill set's really good, um, but I kind of feel like you hit the ceiling on this. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I would love for you to look at something outside of where you're currently working, and mm -hmm. um, and hopefully you're not up against like oh retirement. If I can just hold on for three more years, <laughs> kind of situation. Is no. that that what you're in right now? You're not okay. No, I'm not. Okay. Good, good. So that that kind of leaves that. Um, I I I will say if you can hold on a little bit longer with this job, um, I don't see anything right now like right on your doorstep as far as opportunity for something outside of that just at this moment. Um, if you were to step outside of it, um, it would take a little bit of um, a little bit of time to find the right position for you. So if you can hold on to it for a little bit longer. Um, but I do think you're going to come across an opportunity that's going to come up really quickly um, out of the blue. And 
Um, it may be a few months before that happens, uh, but keep your eyes and ears open because I think there is something that's gonna come up fairly suddenly and out of the blue, hmm. um, as long as you continue to look for it. And I do think um, hmm, you're gonna be happy with with what comes from this opportunity. Um, it, it, there's definitely room for growth. It may it may involve children, may involve working with children, but I um but I'm, I want I don't want that to make I don't want you just look, focusing just on that. Um, but there is something here about balancing um, what you already know and the 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 knowledge and the um, experience that you have already and something that really calls to you, like something you really feel like you're making a difference. Um, and you have a little bit more um, say in the matter about how things go. Hmm. So um, it, might, it feels like a smaller organization too. So is there something that you're currently looking at? Oh, I'm always looking, to be honest with you, Laura, and part of me is like, oh, maybe I should just work for myself. Maybe I should create <laughs> something, or maybe I should. <laughs> I would yeah. love to work at home, from home. I would love to have that opportunity to create something. Yeah, and I, and I, would, I do want you to have more control, because you've got, you've got a, a, a wonderful skill set and knowledge that you have already, that um, it just being, isn't being acknowledged with the work that you're doing currently. And it's not being matched up. And um, you've got a lot of creative energy around you as well. So I can understand that entrepreneurial feeling that is coming up around you that you'd love to have your own business. Um, and I know I mentioned children and I don't and, and this is just like one option, but perhaps there's something that you could do working with children. But um, if it's not that it has to be something that appeals to your um, childlike I'm not saying you're childlike. That's not where I'm going here. <laughs> I get you. I understand where you're going. Okay. <laughs> where you know, going, coming to things, something like looking at the world in a different way, um, and then running with that. Um, something that it's it's like looking through the eyes of a child again. And what mm -hmm. what draws your attention? Okay. So um, something that that makes you feel like you're looking at the world in a very um, I don't know, inquisitive place. Like what, 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 I would look at that first. Like what, what makes you feel like a child again and with eyes of wonder? Hmm. Okay. What is that? I mean, does anything come to mind? You don't have to tell me now if you don't want to, but is there anything that comes to mind like that? Really just, just their freeness and their honesty. Yep. Yep, yeah, exactly. those two things, but it's not really creative. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's those the, first the two step. things I see. Yeah, beautiful. That's I love that. That's exactly. You know, it it doesn't. Um, this is just exploration, right? And so that's what I'm. That's what we want to focus on. And so I would write those words down and okay. just start exploring it that way, rather than trying to figure out. Okay, what is it? What the, you know, the logistics of it. You know, mm -hmm. like okay, what is it? What is it going to be? What am I going to do? Let go of that. Is what do you need in your life right now? And my my feeling is is that sense of like I think you it just feels to me like you've lost that sense of kind of wonder about the world because of what you've had to you've been up against with work. Okay. And where where is it that you can bring that into your into your life? And so, bring, you know, bring up some key words and write those things down and sit with that and just kind of go um, like a um, 
a flow of consciousness kind of thing. Just start writing out words. And then it may take it may take a day. It may take like a month. But every day, spend a few moments doing that. And you just, you know, your intuition will start to give you some answers. You might start to get some ideas because you, you are a very creative person. Um, and so your intuitive mind works through your creativity. Or, and so just just flow with the words and just see what, you know, you might just be like off doing your normal thing every day and um, and having done this process every day and just and all of a sudden you'll be driving in the car and you go, oh, I wonder what it'd be like if I had a business like this. It just sort of mm. unlocks the creative mind and lets your intuition tell you um, what might be interesting for you. And, mm. it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, it, it could involve children, but it really does feel more of what what is, like, like, like I said, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, what brings a sense of wonder to you so you get out of bed every day and go, oh my God, I love my job. I love my mm. job. This is so good. And it, and I feel like you're bringing it to other people as well. So whatever this vision ends up being, I see you bringing that for other people. Do you know so, what the crazy thing is? I just feel like I should be selling something. I, I have no I think idea so too. why I think it keeps so. coming into my head, but I'm like, what? Okay. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's that elusive thing. I know. Um, I, yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, um, allow allow your your intuition to tell you that and and like i said it, it's a process and so just start writing things down um quite you know put a question mark down what is it um write down the keywords the keywords you already mentioned to me you know and and just and just sit with those things what does that mean what could that look like and you just you might wake up with a dream sometime and say i just had the weirdest dream and i had the best idea oh my gosh i'm going to run hmm. with this and just you know invite your 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 psychic mind to fill in the blanks for you hmm. all right yeah and I, how I do you see that with my marriage do you see anything in that hmm. <laughs> have you been married over 20 years i have yeah 23 25 25 okay all right let me just see um hmm you know, the one thing that keeps coming up, are you coming up on an on a, an anniversary or something, like really soon? Uh, not for a couple more months. Okay. I don't know right. if that's soon, but. Yeah, soon enough. Um, I, I keep hearing patience with this, and I know that um, that's not probably not what you want to hear, but I just keep hearing patience. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I feel like this is something I'd rather do off the air with you rather okay. than on the air. Okay. Okay. So um, just... Um, if you can email me through my website, let's set up a time to talk for like 15 minutes, okay? Okay, I'll Sound do that. Sound good? All right. Thank you, Laura. All right, thank you. Okay, okay take, take care. care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. That's what I love. If you're, if you're ever stuck, just like write down some key words. And, and, and even if it doesn't seem to make sense for what, what you're trying to solve, and just sit on those those things for a while. And, just, and then put it away for a bit. And then you just never know. Like I said... To Mary, it's like you could be driving in your car and all of a sudden, oh my God, that I wonder what it'd be like if I made this or I did that. It it um you just find yourself wondering. And that's that's your intuitive self kind of allowing things to kind of rise to the surface. So just an idea. All right. So Joan, Joan from California, hello. Hi. Um, thanks, Laura. Uh my I'd like a reading. My question is um about possibly working again or or even just volunteering. Um, mm-hmm. I go back and forth on whether I'm ever going to work again and what, what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. So, um, so what's holding you back? Are you on disability or something that you can't? Um, yeah, I have just, I've, uh, yeah, I've had a huge amount of medical issues. That's why I lost my career like 22 years ago. And I've done, a, you know, just some work that really wasn't using my skills, but just a little bit here and there. Um, I volunteered a little bit here and there, but again, none of it really uses my education or my skills. Mm, okay. <clears throat> okay, and you're presently not doing, not doing anything at this point. Yeah, and um, you know, at this point, I wouldn't even be able to volunteer because with COVID, there's just not the right opportunities for me to really do anything. Okay, so it's just a matter of time. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, um, I do, I mean, I do still, I still see you doing something here and it feels like a combination work volunteer thing. And I'm not saying it all has to be with one organization or place. Um, and I don't, and I, I don't think it's going to, and obviously with COVID, it, there's a lot of things that aren't happening. Um, but I do think you're going to be doing something. Are you going to be getting back into, um, have you volunteered with animals or something in the past? Um, yeah, but all I was doing, I used to, this is a long time ago, I used to walk dogs at animal shelters. Mm. Okay. And is that something you would, if you would be able to do now, or is that something you physically can't do? Um, you know, I looked into it a couple of years ago again. Um, the walking dogs routine, I don't think I want to do again. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, that's a good thing. And when you know what you don't want to do, that's a big piece of it. So that's awesome. Um, but it, it, it just, for you, it does definitely feel like helping other people, you know, just like um, my previous caller here. It's like, what, what can you do to help other people? Um, I, it's, it's a decision for you right now. And I know COVID right now has, you keeps your hands tied for a little bit longer, but that's not going to be forever. You've got a few more months, I think, before things start to open up. A bit more so that more opportunities there for you um i just want you go i i don't want you, i and i hate to say this but i don't want you to be too picky <laughs> about some opportunities that might come up or some job opportunities just i want you to try some different things on so even if it's like short-term types of things or short-term um volunteering um you know an hour here hour there at different organizations or so maybe a one-off thing or something so um mm -hmm. I see you in exploration mode, and I know you've probably been feeling like that for years, but I really want you to go out and just, even if you're not sure if you're going to like something, just try it, and because mm -hmm. you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and for some, I don't, I don't typically say, I don't typically talk like that, so there's a reason why I'm saying this. Um, you just never know who you're going to meet. Um, so you may end up volunteering, like, you yeah, know, this is good for now. I'm going to, you know, they need to, they need someone for two hours. I'm going to go do this. Um, and it may not be like the number one thing you would choose to do, but it's it's helping, right? But you never know who you're going to meet during that time. That and it might be exactly what you need. So, um, so I would start a process of doing that if you can. You know, once things start to open up a bit more, and um, just just uh, when you when you do a volunteer situation or if you're working, just say I'm really curious who I'm going to meet today when you when you leave for that. I'm really just set that that tone. I'm really curious who I'm going to meet today, because you just never know, and um, and just by getting out there, you might actually cross paths with someone who could change your life. 
Okay. Okay, that that puts it in a yeah, very different perspective for me. Um I did recently look again at what was out there. Um yeah. what, oh, where'd she go? <laughs> she just dropped off. Oh my goodness. Um sorry, Joan, you just dropped off the line. All righty. Hopefully you got you the answer that you needed. So um let's go to An Andrea or An Andrea. Hello. Hi. Hi, welcome. Hi. Thank you for have, for doing my call. Oh my god. Is it um, Andrea or Andre Andrea? Andrea. Andrea, thank you. Yeah. All right. Welcome. <laughs> what can I help you with today? Thank you. Uh so I my my life has been a little chaotic this past month. Mm -hmm. Um two weeks ago I found out I'm pregnant and it's been a crazy time for me in my home. So I really want to know what's what's going on. It hasn't been this crazy in years. Okay. So is, you're just saying there's a lot of chaos happening around you right now? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, like I always say, um, you know, this can be a very temporary situation as far as craziness. Okay, so things can change pretty quickly. So, um, well, congratulations on the on the pregnancy. That's wonderful. Um, um I think I'm like six weeks. And there's this little one coming into the world. That's beautiful. Well, congratulations. So let's focus Thank on you. the world around you right now. Um, so, so what's the what's the one thing that you find is the most chaotic around you right now? Um. Me and my partner, it's been really, really, really bad. I don't know, I, I guess. Um, I'm a person that meditates and tries to like work on myself, but he's not. Okay. Um, he's, he's very, he gets his emotions take the best of him. He what? His emotions, like he doesn't know how to control his emotions. So it's been, it's been really hard. It's been very, very painful in words and things that are not welcome to my life. I haven't been, like I said, in this situation for a long time. So it's, it's, it's driving me a little crazy. I'm like a little lost, not knowing what to do. I can hear that. Yeah. Now, um, I'm going to be really blunt with you. Uh, is, it, is he physically hurting you or is it? Emotional? No. Okay. It's just, it, it, yeah, no, it's just. Just words when when he's angry that okay, so it's the way he's come out. And you know how words can be very absolutely. hurtful too. Yes, absolutely, and that that can be almost as bad as as physical as well. Yeah, so I can understand that completely. Um, so what I what I want to say, and I know this is going to sound really obvious, um, especially is this the first child that you have together? Yes. Okay, so this is a whole new way. Okay, so it would be I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you advice. It's gonna be really obvious, and I, I just feel like this is really what's needed because especially there's gonna be a whole new um, communication dynamic coming into your life in about six months, <laughs> and it, it it'd be really really good for into the two of you to get into some kind of couples counseling because um become you know becoming partners is one thing, parents um becoming pa um, parents into par um partners into parents is a completely other way of communicating. And if he's not communicating communicating well right now, um, it's not gonna get any better. So um, that's what I would recommend, even if you go by yourself, if he's not willing to go with you, go by yourself and go to couples counseling 
on your own. Um, it's really important, and it's it's only it's only going to become more important when that little one comes into the world. All right. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing. This is what you have control over. And I, I'm going to use that. And I know we're down to the last minute, but I'm going to ask you to bring that question to yourself that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. What are you most afraid of? And if he is, are you afraid of asking him to go to counseling with you? No. Okay, good. That's a great place to start then. And and if and if he says no and he's not, just say you know what? I hope I'm gonna go on my own and I hope you join me at some point for the sake of this little one because I want us to be a a, a, um, a healthy place for this little one to grow up and I want to them to, I want them to know what it's like to have parents who know how to talk to each other in a loving and healthy and stable way. It's really important to me. You know, and and to say that to him and say, and if he did, and hope, um, I, my sense is that he may actually go with you. Okay, yeah, but if he doesn't, so. I want you to go on your own until he joins you. Okay. Okay. All right, and congratulations on this little one. I'm, that's so Thank good. Thank you so much. Wonderful. <laughs> congratulations, and um, lots of blessings on this new life, and um, and and lots of blessings on, um better communication with your partner. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. I hope that helps. Right. You're very welcome. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Okay, we're down to the last 30 seconds. Thank you, everybody. If, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website. It's laurelwister.com. You can also, it's w-o-o-s-t-e-r.com. And you can also, um, let's see. If you would like to know what's coming up on upcoming shows, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram, and I'm also on Facebook, um, in Laura Worcester Medium. Have a great week, everybody. Please join in next week and listen to my guest host, John Holland, and his guest, Anne Hentz. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.